Welcome to the Millionaire Mindset Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Ack, and I want to help you develop your millionaire mindset so that you can grow your wealth, get rich, have the freedom you want, design, create, and live the life that you want. Let's go. Today, I'm going to talk about something that's rampant in society, and that's imposter syndrome. It's uh it's more common than you think. And that feeling of inadequacy, right? That you don't belong, that you didn't earn, that you don't deserve. So today I'm going to talk about uh, what it is and where it comes from. And then we're going to talk about how to cope with it. You know, some, some coping mechanisms you can develop. So first of all, it's that feeling of uh, you're phony. You know, the feeling that you're, you don't belong, that you're not good enough, that you're fake. I love the word fagazi. Um, that I, the first time I heard fagazi was in Donnie Brasco, the movie, and I just thought it was the coolest word. Hey, you're fagazi. You're fake. So uh, it's that feeling. Now, before I continue, I want to tell you it's only of feeling. It's not some, I'm not a medical doctor. I don't claim to be. I don't, you know, want to lead anybody to believe that I have any kind of background in that. But it is not something that is diagnosed, right? It's a feeling you have. You have this feeling that, well, you're not good enough. You're phony. So with that said, where does it come from? Now, it comes from, a. I mean, is that one specific place? It comes from in general, comes from your childhood. And I'm just going to talk about the biggest area that comes from, of course, other factors come into it. But when you are, when you live in a family, and I'll talk a couple of things. You live in a family and they're really pushed to be high achievers and you come home with that test and you've got a 98 and you're not praised, right? Because it wasn't 100, the expectation was greater, and you weren't praised for your achievements. So you have these great achievements that aren't recognized. That becomes a pattern. And you're like, no, no matter what, it's not good enough. I'm not good enough. And this is where oftentimes it comes from, families with high expectations. But if you take it one step further, let's just say that when you were younger and you did good, that your achievements weren't validated, right? They were invalidated. And then today, I think uh, I read somewhere that kids are rep- reprimanded for doing bad eight times more than they are uh, praised for doing good. I mean, you don't have to be uh, a psychiatrist, psychologist, or, or somebody to know what the outcome of that's going to be, right? We don't praise enough. So I'm all for kids being praised. You know, I'd rather build up their esteem and not break it down by reprimanding. Of course, when they do bad, you have to do it. But, hey, that's my own uh, parenting uh, strategy. And if you look at my three kids and how highly successful they are, I might have done one or two things right. So that's where it comes from. It's that uh, comes from your childhood. And then it's... You know, you're, you're brought into a position at work, say, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I could do this. I feel fake. I feel like I'm over my head. You know, and, and that's that feeling of, you know what? I don't belong. 
I don't belong. I'm not good enough. And you're looking around like, how did I ever get a seat at this table? So that's the feeling. And so now we know where it comes from, uh, oftentimes from childhood. And I, I, okay, I'm going to share a quick story with you. I, I was a really good athlete. My brothers and I are really good athletes. We had walls filled with trophies. And when I left, my mom, like, take all your trophies with you. I have one trophy today that I kept, and it is a sixth place. Yeah, I have a sixth place T-ball trophy from 1973. Uh, And it's just like, who gives a sixth place trophy? (laughs) So I keep it. Um, And... Yeah, the imposter syndrome. Yeah, I was I was told, yeah, you did good, Steve. <laughs> Sixth place, you go. Anyway, let's, let's get back to it. Uh, I want to talk about the tips for dealing with imposter syndrome. And the first one is, I just want you to assess the evidence. Let's, let's take the evidence. So if we got two pieces of paper out and we wrote down the evidence of why I feel inadequate, what evidence do I have? I know it's a feeling, but I want proof. What, what proof do you have? What evidence that you are inadequate? And then on the other piece, we'll write down the evidence of why you are competent enough. So I'll bet when you write these out, one sheet is going to have a lot of ink or pencil on it or, or lead, and the, and the other is going to have almost none. Because if you look at all the evidence of why you were able to be invited to that table, you know, the work that you've done, the, the education that you have, the, the personal growth that you've reached all brought you there, right? There's not a lot of evidence that you don't belong. So I want you to do that first. Like literally write down, hey, this is why I belong and this is why I don't. And you're going to find the why I don't really doesn't exist. The second is get out of your head. Rumination, you know, that that circling thought, you know, just keeps spinning. It goes hand in hand with imposter syndrome, right? You start spinning, and and what you need is to stop spinning. So you you need to get out of your head. And how do you get out of your head? I'm going to tell you right now. You talk to somebody, you grab your journal, and you start writing. That's how you do it. If you just sit there and think you're going to do it alone, you're going to keep spinning. And we all know that spinning feeling. It goes hand in hand with the imposter syndrome. You spin long enough, it'll keep getting negative. And so you need, when you feel you're spinning, stop. Self-compassion. you got to practice it. You have to talk to somebody. You, You have to journal. Right? So that's definitely something I want you to do. And then the last thing I want you to do is I don't want you to seek validation. I don't want you to think about is that, but seek feedback from within your network. Like get feedback from them. And you know what? You, you might get some negative feedback, and that's fine because that's how you grow, right? And you, you are definitely going to get some positive feedback, But don't sit there alone. Look for feedback from the people around you, your network. I'm not saying validation. You don't want them to praise you, validate you. You want feedback. Be honest with me. How am I doing? You're doing a great job. You're showing up. You're doing the work. My gosh, we couldn't be happier. 
right? You're looking for feedback. Or they might say, you know what, we, we expect a little more of you. Um, this is where I think you've fallen a little short, you know, and you think, okay, well, what can I do to make up for that? And you start to process. So that's what I want you to seek feedback, not validation, you know, feedback from your network. That's what I have for you today. So if you love this podcast, please share it with somebody that you think can benefit from listening to it. Share it on your social media. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and leave a review. Let the world know what you think of our podcast. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. And I'm going to leave you with this. I know that you can become the person that you want to be and build the wealth that you want to have. And I know that you could design and create and live the life that you want, and I want to help you get there.